Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good Thursday morning, January the 6th. Greg, Roy, I saw you out there. Catherine, Randy, Brenda, thank you for being a part of this. Welcome to the Morning Devotion family, the blood over the flood. This is day four of 21 days of prayer and devotion. Thank you for being a part of this. Hey, Vaughn, good to see you. Corey, Camille, Constance, we gather, we gather. 21 days of prayer and fasting. This is how we started back in the late summer of 2019. On the fasting, by the way, you proceed how the Lord directs you, gives you strength to do that, the grace. We've got people in the church doing Daniel fast. We've got people in the morning devotion fasting intermittently, certain days and meals. Here, here's the rule. Don't fast on rutabagas or something like that. Come on now. Come on. You're supposed to deny yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't know if one size fits all, but we fast, we pray, and find your strength and your help to do that. And uh, I know God's going to do some great, great things. The results will follow. Last night, we saw living, walking miracles. We need some today. We're entering the third year of pandemic. A lot of panic. Yeah, the word panic is found in pandemic. And I think we enter these at a momentous time. A momentous time. Monday. This 21 days began Monday. Do you know Monday set a record? One million new cases of COVID in the United States. Wow. Tuesday, nearly 900,000. Just staggering. Yesterday, nearly 800,000. It just seems like the enemy has come in like a flood. It took me back. It just took me back. I put, let me see if I can find it here. I put this screensaver on my phone. You see that? Can you see that real good? I put that screensaver on my phone in late 2019, and it just, I don't know why I put it there. In early 2020, as you know, when the pandemic started, those red circles were used on the map by Johns Hopkins as we traced this virus as it came eastward toward us. But today, when I I was just praying this morning, I thought about that screensaver. Can't believe I still have it on my phone. And I thought about the blood. That we have promises that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord is going to raise a standard. We're sin about grace doth much more about. And so it just hit me this morning. Oh man, the blood over the flood. Whatever you're fighting, whatever you're going through, I believe there's victory here today. So Courtney, Tammy, Zane, thank you for being here Don't stay in the shadows. This is the morning devotees group. We've been hanging together through this pandemic, normally Monday through Friday, but during the 21 days, we will go each and every day all the way through the weekend. The Sundays of these 21 days will be prayer, prayer. We're going to have a prayer meeting, pray for one another, pray for the church services that are taking place today. The church is represented here today in this, just believing for some miracles on some great miracles. So join in, get out of the shadows, dive in. I think yesterday we 
we set a record for morning devotion. We had 700 viewing, 700 viewing at one time. I, that's staggering, staggering. It tells me there's a hunger, there's a desire to please God. So share this with others. Start watch parties, subscribe, like, share, follow. You know the drill. Let's get the word out. We're following uh, the book on prayer, 21 Days of Prayer and Devotion. And I love today. I, I love today's devotion. I talk about in day four of the book on prayer, the trysting tent. It was a meeting place, the tent of meeting between God and man, fellowship. Can I tell you a secret about this devotion? This one devotion, the Trysting Tent, that I read in the Moffat's translation, radically changed my prayer life. I, I, I found myself guilty of doing more war against the enemy than communing with the Savior. You see, the Bible says if we submit to the Lord, then resist the devil, he'll flee. Our power to overcome comes through our relationship with God. Oh, my. You see, prayer is primarily a love language. Words not of warfare, although there is spiritual warfare with prayer. It is a mighty weapon. But it's more words of worship than words of war. Amen? And the words of worship, greater love hath no man than this. Man would lay down his life for his friend. The Lord's love for you and me is revealed in his blood. I believe that. It was 160 years ago, a young man wrote down, oh, six resolutions. They were good. You know, get up in the morning, read your Bible, pray. He signed the piece of paper, William Booth. Of course, you recognize him as ultimately the founder of the Salvation Army. But beneath the, his resolutions, he said, I feel my own weakness. And without God's help, I'll not be able to keep these resolutions. The Lord have mercy on my guilty soul. I Claim the blood. Yes, oh yes. Jesus died for me. Oh, I love that. I claim the blood. I claim the blood. The blood over the flood. We, we used to hear that a lot. I claim the blood. I plead the blood. I draw the bloodline. It was common amongst our forefathers. But it's also in the Bible. God, you, God told the children of Israel to slay the lamb put the blood on the doorpost and the transoms. And when evil passed through Egypt, God's people would be protected. You remember they had come into Egypt, 70 souls, but there arose a Pharaoh who knew not Joseph and God's people suffered so much. Now the Lord had forewarned Abraham it was going to happen for 400 years. They would be in captivity. They would stay there until the cup of the Amorites and nicotine, that full measure of grace, was exhausted in the promised land. And then deliverance would come when God's people would sigh and God's people would cry. Here's what God told Moses. I have seen the affliction. I have heard my people's cry. I know their sorrow. In, in that one verse, God sees, God hears, God knows. Does that encourage you? He sees, he hears, and he knows Morning Devotion Group, Diana, Debbie, do you know that you can trust him in the trysting tent? You can get alone with God because he knows, he sees, he cares. Yes, he does. Deliverance came through a series of plagues in Egypt 
and uh, finally culminating in Passover. If you had the blood on the doorpost, the blood of the lamb, then everybody in the home was spared. But if you didn't have the blood on the doorpost, you know that the eldest, the firstborn, first things belong to God. The first thing was taken. In other words, you offer a voluntary sacrifice or involuntarily it will be taken from you. That's powerful. Yes. To claim the blood then is to say, I'm going to be in alignment with the atonement. I'm going to pray his will, not my will. I'm going to recognize his life. His strength is living in me. And all throughout the wilderness journey, you see this blood being shown again and again. Moses sprinkled the blood in Exodus 24, renewed a covenant. Under the law, the blood, the blood was applied to lepers' shoulders and they were cleansed. Aaron took hyssop and sprinkled blood on the leper to cleanse him. David cried, purge me with hyssop, I shall be white as snow. What about you today? Will you claim the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ over the flood of the enemy? That's what I want to do today. That's what I want to do today. I want to claim the blood. When I see the rising tide, and I, 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 it went from a million Monday, 900,000 Tuesday, 800,000 Wednesday, and I recognize all kind of craziness in the counts and all that stuff. But you know what it just tells me? It just tells me that our God has the power to pull that down, to put the blood of Jesus Christ and to claim that blood over every flood of the enemy. I'm just believing that. Do you remember that song? I, I, was it written by Joel Hemphill? I claim the blood Jesus shed on Calvary. Those precious bloodstones were made there just for me. For all my sin, for all my sickness, for all my pain, when I need healing, I claim those precious blood saints. Yes, I, I believe it was Joel Hemphill that wrote. I can almost hear Labriska singing. We claim that the blood of Jesus is powerful enough to resolve everything that we're facing. Do you believe that, April? Jonathan, do you believe that? Cheryl, do you believe that? The blood of Jesus is able to conquer anything that we're facing. John cried, behold, the Lamb of God and takes away the sins of the world, connecting him with Passover. Isaiah saw him led as a sheep to his slaughter. On Calvary, his sinless blood was shed. What does that blood, how can that blood help us today? I, I, I really don't have time to go through all the benefits of what's been purchased by the blood. But let me give you three. Can I give you three? Forgiveness. Moses said in Leviticus that it's the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Passover in the upper room. Jesus lifted the cup and said, this is the blood of my New Testament shed for many for the remission of sins. Yes, that's where it comes from. Paul said in Ephesians 1, in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. In Ephesians 2, but now in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes were far off, are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. Wash me, I should be white as snow. This forgiveness, you can be set free from the shame and the guilt and the regret and the wouldas and the couldas and the shouldas of the past. Paul said it's the blood 
that breaks down the barrier between God and man. When Jesus died at Calvary, you remember the, the temple veil was ripped in twain. The blood made a way, and the blood will make a way for you. Forgiveness. Second thing you find when you claim the blood is deliverance. Addictions, sicknesses, anger, hurt, jealousy, covetousness, lust, greed, disagreement. What delivers us against diabolical attacks? The blood of Jesus leads captivity captive. That's when the Lord disarms principalities. He delivers us. No wonder. No wonder. We read of the saints of God in the last day in the book of Revelation. In Revelation 7, they're claiming, they're claiming the blood by washing their robes in the blood of the Lamb. In Revelation 12, they overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb and through the word of their testimonies. Forgiveness through the blood. Deliverance through the blood. There's one more, protection. Protection through the blood. It was the blood that in those hovels of Goshen, it was protected from the evil that befell. Under the law, the blood of the sacrificial lamb is called the atonement, the covering. What the law offered in shadow, Jesus offers in substance. We're covered, we're protected by the blood of the lamb. Figuratively, our doorposts are covered by the blood. Oh my, nothing steps across our thresholds that has not been inspected and permitted by God that he can work together for good. Do you hear me? Edna, D, Vicky, nothing's going on in your life that God can't work for good. How do you claim the blood? By being saved, living a surrendered life, keep your garment white and pure. Do you know it's no accident that in the last chapter of the Bible, the overcoming church are those who wash their garments in the blood of the Lamb. We claim the blood by being saved and living a sinless, surrendered life. We claim the blood by living victoriously. Oh, we're not perfect. We're not sinless in the sense of the Lord Jesus Christ. But we are endeavoring to work out our salvation with fear and with trembling. We're going to make mistakes? Yes. But the Bible says when we sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. It's the blood that bridges us. It's the blood that justifies. It's the blood that brings us into that trysting tent. Do you know outside, outside of the encampment of Israel, that the Lord provided that there would be hyssop, there would be the ashes of the red heifer, and there would be spring water. Yes, mixed together, and the hyssop would be applied to those who were ceremonially unclean. That is the the imagery of the tent of meeting, that we have fellowship with him. We can gather with him because of the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be as white as snow. Here's what I believe. I believe this morning devotion. Lloyd, I believe this. I really do. Jenny, I believe. We believe there is no sin, no problem, no adversity, no circumstance that cannot be resolved by the blood of Jesus. When you call on his name, you're pleading the blood of Jesus. I I, Early this morning, I, I started pleading the blood. I called on his name. 
over every one of you that would join today. And I just said, God, you know where they're at. You know if they're scattered, if they're, if they're, if they're weary, if they're distracted, if they're living under a cloud of oppression. Lord, I claim the deliverance of the blood of Jesus Christ. I claim that those prodigals who are afar off are now made nigh by the blood of Jesus. That's what I've been claiming today. I've been claiming that with all of my heart. You remember that song by Andre Crouch? It reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. The blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. There's still wonder-working power. in the blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but Death and life are in the power of the tongue. With the mouth, we speak blessings or curses. You either claim defeat or you claim victory by the blood of the Lamb. The people who know their God, Daniel said, will be strong and will do exploits. The people who know the power of the blood will see miracles. The people who claim the blood shall be victorious. I've heard the testimonies and I remember our elders pleading and claiming the blood. I don't know if you remember this. I, people used to say, I'm drawing the bloodline. I, I, I apply the bloodline. And uh, they would walk around their property claiming the blood of Jesus. I read of a rancher a while back whose livestock were being destroyed by wolves. He tried everything, desperation. He, finally, one day he walked the perimeter of his ranch claiming the blood of Jesus Christ to protect him and to protect all in his livestock. Now, be, be careful before you scoff it. Because when you study Exodus 12, you realize that the blood of the Passover not only protected the family inside of the house, but their livestock as well. So be careful. The next morning, the rancher found a large wolf laying dead two feet beyond the bloodline that he had walked. Yes, I'm claiming the blood of Jesus, the blood over the flood. I'm claiming forgiveness. I'm claiming deliverance. I'm claiming protection and healing. I'm claiming it for me, for my family, for my church family, for my morning devotion family. I'm claiming it for every one of you. I believe we're sometimes too lax, folks, too passive in the face of opposition. We need to claim the power of the blood of Jesus. He was victorious at Calvary. And then he shares that victory. You see, through his blood, we claim that vicarious victory. We claim the justification. We claim everything that the blood accomplished. Whatever you and I have faced already in this year, I just believe it. Whatever setback through the blood becomes a setup. Whatever stumbling block through the blood becomes a stepping stone. Whatever bad becomes good, I claim the blood over the flood. For the things I want to see accomplished this year, For the dreams I have, for the goals, I claim the blood. I claim the blood. I I, I claim the blood for those things that I'm leaving behind. I'm claiming the blood for those things that I'm reaching toward. When When I look at this, when I see this, when I look at this, this has been on my phone. I want to, at the end of 21 days, take this off my phone. I I've told you before, I'm believing that these emblems of COVID, I I just believe it. I don't believe this is... This is superstition. I don't believe it's uh, foolish. 
I believe that the same God who sent a wind and carried the sickness and pestilence into the sea, that we can see the blood over the flood in these 21 days, that the power of God can be made manifest in this year. I don't know about you. I don't want to go into a third year of panic and a third year of pandemic. I want to see the victory and the deliverance that only his power can bring. Oh, I delivered what's on my heart this morning. What's on your heart? When you go to pray today, when you go to pray today, I urge you, claim the blood, claim the provision, plead the blood. Yeah, and if it helps, get out and start walking. Walk around your home, walk around your church and say, Lord, I'm claiming the power of God. I'm claiming the deliverance that comes through your name, your sacrifice, your blood, and by faith in that name, and I'm going to see the miraculous take place. In Jesus' name, God bless you. God bless you as you pray today. Thank you for being a part of this. Remember, we're carrying forward straight through 21 days. Get the word out. Let people know what we're doing, and let's see the mighty works of God right here and right now in this day and in this age. And by the time the 21 days is over, I pray that we will see the blood over the flood in every situation. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this. Share this with someone else. Get the word out. Go have a wonderful day in Jesus. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.